you now? <laughs> How are you now? Ladies and gentlemen, folks, the Montreal Canadiens are on a heater. An absolute heater. They win their third straight game over the Toronto Maple Leafs. This one, this one, by a score of 5-2. to two. Hello and welcome to episode 51 of the Bottom 6 Minutes podcast presented by Habs Eyes and the Prize. I am Matt Drake and I am feeling pretty goddamn good right now, I gotta tell you. Um, nothing better, nothing better than beating the Toronto Maple Leafs, is there? Especially when they're having such a good season and their fans are so smug about it, uh, constantly talking smack. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to them talking smack. Uh, definitely have a little bit of a talk uh, about that. But first, we got to get to uh, what happened in the game and uh, what a game for the Montreal Canadiens. They had a very good start. Uh, this is like the, the second second game in a row, but really the third game in a row where they started the game really strong. Um, much better than in previous, like before the coaching change when we were seeing, you know, them just meandering their way through the first period and, and getting, you know, outscored 3 nothing or whatever in the first 20 minutes. Um, really great start. Uh, Rem Pitlick got a breakaway, but he blew a tire. He was trying to do the same move he did in the shootout the other night. Uh, didn't work out for him because he fell down and rolled right into Peter Mrazek. But the Habs strike first. Josh Anderson gets it going not long afterwards. Gets about three tries at it at the side of the net. Gets it through. Makes it one nothing. Uh, Cole Caulfield getting an assist on that goal. Put a pin in that. It's going to be important. Those two were big in this game. Leafs, they start getting a little bit more from there uh, thanks to a power play. Uh, so they were kind of out shooting the Montreal Canadiens for a little bit. But late period. Late period. It's been a killer for the Montreal Canadiens for the longest time. But in the last couple of games, all of a sudden, those late period goals are going in the Montreal Canadiens' favor. Again, it is Josh Anderson, this time with Cole Caulfield uh, in a two-on-one. Anderson throws it across the Caulfield. He's basically standing right on the face-off dot. Clapper in 2 nothing for the Montreal Canadiens after 20. Now, the Toronto Maple Leafs are a very high-octane offensive team, so you do not want to sit on a two-goal lead. Uh, they say the two-goal lead's uh, the worst lead in hockey. It is a terrible lead against the Toronto Maple Leafs. So you got to come out and you got to start pouring it on, and that's exactly what the Montreal Canadiens do. They come out early in the period, uh, give away in the defensive zone. Mike Hoffman takes it down the ice, uh, just kind of holds the puck a little bit, and he's he's looking to shoot, and then he decides to take the shot. Mrazek gets a piece of it, but not enough. It gets through, and it's 3 to nothing for the Montreal Canadiens, and they keep their foot on the gas, which is key. Cole Caulfield and Josh Anderson again back at it. Caulfield this time leaves it for Anderson, who's trailing. He rips one, 4 to nothing for the Montreal Canadiens. And then Brennan Gallagher, Rem Pitlick, and Jake Evans get a 3-on-1. Gallagher throws it across to Rem Pitlick. Pitlick puts it in. It's 5 to nothing. After 40 minutes for the Montreal Canadiens against the Toronto Maple Leafs, who are a far superior team this season on paper and in the standings. Uh, really unbelievable game so far. Now, Nick Suzuki at the end of that period absolutely sunned Justin Hall. Uh, Justin Hall, who is far bigger than Nick Suzuki. Nick Suzuki smoked him in the corner, and then there was a little bit of a kerfuffle. Uh, you know, a few guys went to the box. Habs had a power play to start the third period, but it doesn't go. And that's where you see the danger of the Toronto Maple Leafs coming in. Not long after that penalty was expired, uh, Morgan Riley gets a point shot. It gets deflected by Ilya Mikheyev. That makes it 5-1. to A couple later, 
Jason Spezza drops to Pierre Engvall. He beats Montembeau clean. Beautiful shot by Engvall. Uh, makes it 5-2. to two, And we're feeling, there's like 16 minutes left in the game at this point. We're feeling pretty concerned. But that concern was all for naught. The Montreal Canadiens were able to close this thing out. 5-2 to two, the final score. Uh, pretty good game from Samuel Montembeau in net. Uh, he, did, he, he was needed uh, on occasion there, especially once they were up 5-0. The score effects really kicked in, and the Leafs were getting a lot of you know pretty solid opportunities. He made some pretty good saves. Uh, I think he could have maybe had that Engvall shot, but it was a really nice shot from Engvall, so I'm not going to begrudge him a goal there. Uh, great game by the Montreal Canadiens. Now, what did I say? Leafs fans talking shit. Um, you can go and, you know, if you look at my Twitter, you'll see uh, there is a tweet that got picked up by Leafs Twitter, apparently, of uh, Mitch Marner uh, throwing a gutless hit at Paul Byron's head. Luckily, Paul Byron was fine, uh, but there was no call in the play. And, of course, Leafs fans are coming around saying, oh, yeah, it's a good hit. Good job, Mitch. Yeah, they can fuck off. Uh, if that exact same hit was Paul Byron hitting Mitch Marner, they would be crying a river about it. Uh, and, of course, they were pointing to a hit that uh, Byron had thrown earlier in the game where he hit Michael Bunting in the back. And, yeah, pa- Paul Byron should have gotten a penalty for that hit. That's the point. The point is not, oh, well, Paul Byron's a saint and he doesn't deserve to get this headshot. The point is that's a dirty hit and it should have been called. Um, so Mitch Marner's a sore loser. Uh, Leafs fans who think that hit is clean can uh, go fuck themselves. And, um, yeah, you lose 5-2 to two to the worst team in the league. How does that feel? How are you now? Hmm? How are you now? Enough, anyways, of uh, talking to shit-talking Leafs fans. Um, you know, I had enough of that. My Twitter's still blowing up from that tweet right now. Um, let's talk about the Montreal Canadiens. Player of the game. Who are we going to give player of the game to? Uh, they gave the first star of the night to Cole Caulfield in the Bell Center. They gave the second star of the night to Josh Anderson. And you know what? I'm going co-players of the game here. I'm going with Cole Caulfield and... Josh Anderson. We're giving it to both of them. Uh, those two have some serious chemistry, man. It's working. Um, I, I mentioned this last podcast, right? I was a little bit concerned about that line getting put together because I did not like the idea of taking Cole Caulfield away from Ryan Paling. But goddamn, stroke of brilliance apparently from uh, Martin Saint-Louis. Uh, those two are absolutely crushing it right now. Um, they look fantastic. The, the Habs have a legitimately threatening, constantly threatening first line. And Nick Suzuki, I mean, he's not getting in on that player of the game action right now, but don't get it twisted. He had a great game. He was throwing some hits. Uh, he did get an assist on one of the goals as well. I, I think it was on, uh, what was it? It was on Anderson's second goal. He got an assist on that one. He was the one who passed it uh, to Caulfield. And he's a big part of that line. And, you know, he's going to get going too. The The offense is going to come for him. The points are going to come for him. But right now, just looking at the connection between Caulfield and Anderson, uh, it's amazing. And uh, under Martin Saint-Louis, they've really flourished. I don't know what's going to happen with Josh Anderson. I would like to see him stick around and, uh, and continue playing for the Montreal Canadiens. But I think we have to prepare ourselves for the possibility that he gets traded. This is a rebuild, and this newfound chemistry with Cole Caulfield is going to pump up his value, right? He's on a pretty reasonable contract, and I could see contenders offering the type of king's ransom that makes Kent Hughes go, well, you know what? I kind of got to do it. I hope that doesn't happen. Uh, I think there are other players that I would definitely prioritize moving before Josh Anderson, 
And with this chemistry that they're showing, you know, again, I keep bringing this up. How long do you want the rebuild to last? Do you want it to be five years, six years, seven years? Or do you want it to be two years, three years, right? It's possible to execute a rebuild properly in a couple of years without having to wait, you know, five years before getting back into the playoffs. Now, if you want to do that, a player like Josh Anderson, the chemistry that he's showing with Cole Caulfield, that could be something that you want to exploit long-term. St. Louis said it before the game that he could see this line with Nick Suzuki, Cole Caulfield, and Josh Anderson staying together for a long time. So I think for now, all we got to say is leave them together. Let them keep developing this chemistry. And again, I hope that we don't see Josh Anderson going anywhere, but I, I do think we need to prepare ourselves for the possibility that it might happen. Uh, if it does, you know, at least we can say, I hope that we get that King's ransom, right? That we get some a serious haul for him uh, because, man, uh, he, he's doing great right now. And uh, speaking of players doing great in that game, uh, shout out to Mike Hoffman. Um, that might have been his best game in a Habs uniform. He's one where I, I kind of would I would like to see them trade him um, because I, I really, you know, he, he's he's great when he touches the puck once. You know, he's, he's got an amazing shot. And I think maybe there are some contending teams out there that would pay for that to kind of bolster their power play a little bit to get that, that one touch, one goal ability. I, I just, I don't see it long term with the Montreal Canadiens. Um, I'd like to see them move him. But, you know, that being said, great game from him. Again, I think that was probably his best game in a Habs uniform. Uh, so kudos to him. Um, hopefully he keeps playing like that. Samuel Montembeau, great game. Great game. I said it earlier. I'm going to say it again now. Uh, he played fantastic. Uh, really loved his... Uh, he, he was battling in the net there. He made a couple of really nice pad saves uh, through some traffic. Like, just tracking the puck well. He's been kind of a, a bit of a revelation in net, honestly. Um, the season's been pretty rough and obviously you know we went into it knowing that Carey Price was out not knowing that Carey Price was going to be out as long as he has been and uh, and he's been he's been great especially lately can't say enough about him and last but certainly not least somebody that I want to mention before I finish this podcast Rem Pitlick man He's going the way of Paul Byron in being one of the more impressive waiver pickups I've ever seen. I would really like to see the Montreal Canadiens hang on to him next year. I'd like to see if he could be part of this rebuild. He's been excellent. Um, the the He almost had two goals. Again, he blew a tire in the first period on a breakaway that, that he was basically trying to replicate the shootout goal that he scored the night before, which was amazing. And, you know, he blew a tire and, you know, knocked the net off and uh, took it. Peter Mrazek out all the while uh, but it, despite the comedic nature of that first attempt he ended up getting it back with a good shot after Brendan Gallagher threw him a perfect pass he could be part of this rebuild you know uh, what's one of the greatest sayings in the history of television um, one man person's garbage is another man person's good ungarbage shout out to anybody who knows where that's from Rem Pitlick man one man's garbage, another man person's good ungarbage. Uh, <laughs> what a game. Honestly, I'm, I'm feeling great about that, especially all these smug Leafs fans. Um, you know, this one guy's trying to make fun of me because I, I have a man bun. Okay, make fun of my hairstyle. All right, I, I don't really care. Made fun of me for, for wearing uh, too tight of a shirt, apparently. Sorry, I have biceps. What do you want me to do about it? Um, 
Anyways, great game. Montreal Canadiens, three wins in a row. Do we want them to keep winning? Do we want them to lose? Do we want them to start, uh, you know, pushing themselves back further down into the basement? Um, personally, I'm here for entertainment. I watch the games to be entertained. If they want to start winning some games, we all know they're not making the playoffs, but uh, I'm entertained by it at the very least. So um, we'll, we'll see if they can keep this going a little bit. We don't have to wait very long uh, because they are going to be playing again on Wednesday. Um, they are in in the tougher part of the schedule here where they're going to be continuing to play quite a few games. I don't think we get another week off at any point for the remainder of this season, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Right? Who knows? If, if there's another variant of COVID that pushes us into a week-long shutdown or whatever, um, I guess we're going to find out about that when we find out about it. Great game. I'm going to end it there. We're running, what, uh, around 14 minutes. So, soirée énorme pour les employés de soutien. We are on Spotify, Google Play, Apple, Megaphone. I'm on Twitter at DrakeMT. Drop me a follow. I would appreciate it very much. Until next time, which, again, is going to be Wednesday night. So, until then, à la prochaine.